This is Shifting Our Schools, episode 147, co-authoring rubrics. Shifting Our Schools happens with small, significant steps forward. This week, Jeff Utick is back to tour us through a way to keep taking those steps with another free Shifting Schools resource. Before you listen, we want to remind you that this episode has a ready-to-use meeting map, so you can use this episode with your team. Be sure to find the link in our show notes. Okay, educators, ready to dig in, unlearn, and prepare to spark the next shift at your school? Then let's kick off this episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I am Jeff Udick, and I'm excited to kick off another episode designed to be used for teams of educators who are collaborating in a hybrid learning environment. If you haven't checked out our over 20 free plug-and-play guides from ed- for educators, you're really missing out. Head over to shiftingschools.com and click on free guides under the resources menu. And if you use any, please do let us know how you use them. And more importantly, did they work? You can reach out to us on social media at hashtag shifting schools or email us at info at shifting schools.com. We love hearing from you, especially if you're using some of our free resources. Are they working for you? That's what allows us to continue to make these. Also, remember, we create a free resource to use and extend this episode with your PLC or team at shiftingschools.com slash E-P-L-C-S. Or you could head over to shiftingschools.com and under the resources tab, you will see empowering PLCs. This podcast, we explore questions that are meant to shift school culture for learners. Every school I work with talks about being student-centered, So this week, we are asking a question I hope we can ask for ourselves throughout the year. Where are the opportunities for our students to be co-designers of learning with us? Before I dig into our free resource that is meant to support you in answering that question, I want to direct you to a blog from educator and author Alfie Kahn. In his post titled, All of Us Are Smarter Than Any of Us, I'll put the link to the full post in our show notes, He writes the following, I quote, Learning is regarded as an activity for a room full of separate selves, not for a community. One of my favorite elementary school teachers used to trumpet, quote, Eyes on your own paper. I want to see what you can do, not what your neighbor can do. This announcement, which issued from her with all of the thoughtfulness of a sneeze, annoyed me at the time mostly for its contrived use of the word neighbor. Later, I came to realize how misconceived the whole posture was. An impossibly precocious student might have turned to that teacher and said, quote, So you want to see what happens when I'm stripped of all the resources and social supports that characterize most f- well-functioned real-world environments? Geez, why wouldn't you want to see how much more my neighbor and I could accomplish together? End quote. If you listened to last week's episode, You know how strongly I believe in my heart that schools and learning must be community-focused. Learning should bring students together, leverage collaboration, and foster the notion that we all have something to contribute to our community and that we all benefit from learning from others. 
It has been the honor of my life to have been able to tell you that I've worked with thousands of educators across hundreds of schools, and I'm about to let you in on a secret. When I work with schools over time, the schools I see making the biggest, most sustainable shifts are the schools that harness partnerships. They are the schools who see me not as a consultant, but as a partner in learning. They are schools who see their own community as a partner of learning. These are the schools who communicate that message that their school is a space where we all learn from one another. And if what I'm saying sounds obvious, let's go back to my original question. Where are the opportunities for your students to be co-designers of learning with you? And I'm not talking about involving students in superficial decisions. I'm talking about working with students to make sure the learning is relevant. And one of my favorite ways, and I believe a simple change you can make tomorrow, is partnering with students to co-design rubrics. Here's what I want you to wonder about for a moment. The last time you used a rubric with students, how many of your students do you think really paid attention to the rubric? really understood what was there, what it was asking. And if students don't get the learning goals, how can they meet them? When we co-design a rubric, we make sure we know not only what we need to do, but why we need to do it, and how it mirrors the success criteria relevant to that task in the real world. Because when I do this exercise, I start with mentor texts. If I want to test how relevant my learning design is, a simple test for me is to see what is the so-called real-world equivalent of what we are trying to do. I want to always remind my students that the skills and concepts we are working on mere meaningful contributions we need in society. So our free guide that you'll find in the show notes walks you through the highly collaborative process of co-designing a rubric with your students. We've set it up so that it is a way to bridge cohorts in a hybrid learning context, but this is also a framework for learning, period. When we involve students in the design of learning, when we make space for them to discuss and explore the relevance of the tasks, the indicators of success, that's when we are setting students up for lifelong learning. I know many teaching teams co-design rubrics together. Yes, you all collaborate too. If I co-create a rubric with my class and you co-create a rubric with your class, does that really matter if it's exactly the same as long as it focuses on the learning targets? My class is not your class. Your class is not my class. We have to understand that each class is its own community and that the teacher creates that, so they are going to be different. Reminds me of the saying, same, same, but different. As educators, I hope we learn from the antidote of Alfie Khan shared, and we focus on putting more value in what our community of learners can do together. Has there ever been a time in education where we have been more dependent on what our communities are doing? Every single day, we are reminded of how critical teamwork is, how reliant we are on one another. So let's start to upskill our students on developing that mindset that we need them to be incredibly collaborative and actively involved in their own learning. 
we don't just see their potential for making a contribution to society one day. No, we see their potential for making contributions right now. I hope you take a moment to download and have a look at our free resource that walks you through how you might put structures in place for students to become co-authors with you. Until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thank you for being a part of the hashtag Shifting Schools community. We love when listeners like you weigh in. So head over to our show notes to find ways to share your thoughts. Have a request for a future episode? Jeff and his team love supporting you with the content you need. Shifting Our Schools podcast is a proud production of the Shifting Schools team. Looking for a longer interactive conversation about the ideas shared in this session? Contact us at info at shiftingschools.com to find out about our workshops.